What's up, everybody? This is Classic Black Dude, brought to you by your host, me, Clark Jones, a.k.a. Pod Strickland. On this show, you get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you care about what's happening with black people and how we really feel about things and not just what we say in public, this is the show for you to tune into. Interviews, we play games, and we really get the inside stories of everything that's happening and we get it from the perspective of funny people, from serious people, people that matter like politicians and people who don't matter like comedians who I just love to talk to. You get to see the underbelly of everything happening in black culture. Make sure you subscribe to Classic Black Dude on all streaming platforms this is your host clark jones aka pod strickland listen up classic black dude a philadelphia conspiracy i'm rebecca lieb i'm jason horton and this is ghost town It was October 1943. The United States government authorized an experiment that would render its ships undetectable by radar. The experiment took place on a ship in Philadelphia Harbor. For 41 years, the government denied it ever happened. I don't believe this. The Eldridge has vanished. Of course she has. She's radar invisible. No, sir. She's really vanished. In October 1943, at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the USS Eldridge allegedly was made invisible and involved in time travel. Are you interested? Uh, say what? <laughs> uh, how I got to this point, I was just in Philadelphia with my brother, and we drove past the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that's where the Philadelphia experiment supposedly took place. And I was like, I hadn't thought of that name in a while. I only remember it from the 1984 movie, The Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Experiment, which is a pretty Mm -hmm. kind of popular-ish 1984 movie Mm -hmm. based on what supposedly happened at this naval shipyard. And it is definitely in the world of conspiracy. But I remember the movie. I never saw it, but I remember kind of seeing the VHS Mm -hmm. box. And I initially confused it with the Manhattan Experiment. And I was thinking about the movie with Tom Hanks. In uh, Sully? Just Philadelphia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like where your head's at, yeah. though. There were two separate sets of bizarre, not just one, mm-hmm. but two. So if you're out there and you're a conspiracy theorist, granted, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. If you're a skeptic and I'm going to say relatively rational. Mm, skeptics. People are well aware that this is something that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a hoax because I don't think anyone's like putting it on to, yeah. but it's it's not it's not real. Yeah, but it is interesting. But also, I mean, it doesn't matter really if it's real or not. What it what matters is everything around it. So I, I also feel like people lose sight of that with conspiracies. It's really conspiracies interesting in and of itself, but the interesting things are always the cover ups and the pontificating on them and the obsession that people have to unlock it or discover it. Like, I love that about conspiracies. What's interesting about this is how this all kind of unfolded was basically one person sending a annotated book about UFOs Mm -hmm. to another person Mm. 
insinuating this is something that happened and from that is the whole thing yeah it's not like oh isn't it weird no there's none no, of that there's like no, isn't like, it weird that document, this person yeah. was here and that person was there no. no it's just like if i mailed something to somebody uh-huh. and made a claim uh-huh. based on something that is i understand like where they're making that connection mm-hmm. but from that whole thing you know 40 years later a movie's kind of made about it yeah and it, it's the movie itself, Philadelphia Experiment, is somewhat similar. Is two Navy guys in the forties. Um, their ship is goes invisible, and now they're in nineteen eighty four. Forty years later, they're like, oh, "We're from the forties. What's yeah. happening here?" Oh my god! So that and that is a little bit of the gist of what's going on. Mm. But yeah, there's not just one. There's two separate sets of events okay. with this place. And so the fact that I drove past it, my brother was like, and when I looked at it, like I think you might be able to go in it. It's the the Navy shipyard now is just they have. Decom- where decommissioned ships go and they, mm-hmm. you know, scrap it for parts. I think there's like a business park inside, but, you know, back in, you know, during wartime and yeah. for a while it was a pretty, you know, pretty, pretty happening place. Yeah, absolutely. Just, mm. sh- just big old ships going invisible. Yeah, just poof. <laughs> just bye-bye. Bye. Which, uh-uh. which when you're talking about wartime and I, I can see where people get very caught up in this because the military, when, when talking about the metaphysical, mm-hmm. whether it's, ESP or dealing with you know psychic abilities mm-hmm. like the military is a big proponent of that like yeah, if you absolutely. that's the first place you want to go and yeah. you think like oh the military no it's everything is cut and dry no mm-hmm. bs but you no know, the military is like Mm-mm. we'll like, try ESP we got money we're yeah. going to do whatever can you walk through walls yeah. uh, well let's try it i yeah. don't we don't care yeah exactly let's, we'll we'll take these strange to undeveloped quote unquote tools and run with them yeah so so that kind of makes it um more Gives it more credence, I guess. Yes. And during wartime, I think everyone's in a state of heightened state. Yeah, Yeah, I think there's a lot of fear. I think there's a lot of um, uh, trying to solve things in new revolutionary ways, like whatever that means. I think there's a lot of of, uh, heightened sense of development and emotion that makes stuff like this possible. The first experiment Mm -hmm. in the Philadelphia experiment. Okay. Experiment one. Is a method of electrical field manipulation. So you're mm-hmm. using magnets and electrical fields just to make something invisible, it rendered invisible. Uh, this would be on July 22nd, 1943 in the shipyard. The second one was the teleportation. Uh-huh. That's not enough. That's invisible. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's do teleportation and a you know, small time travel, but not like really far. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that hard to believe. Yeah. Okay. Just a teeny, I want to time travel from here to five minutes ago. It was just sent a few seconds in the past. <laughs> I, that's cheating. I'm yeah. sorry. It went from Philadelphia to Norfolk, okay. Norfolk, uh, Virginia. Okay. That's a little bit more on October impressive. 28th, 1943. Mm-hmm. And then there's the tales of like when the ship, and I think you've seen this movie, like when the, the, when it goes from one place to another, it changes the structure of where you're standing. Mm-hmm. So there's stories of seamen and Navy guys just like reappearing, but like they're inside like some of the ship parts. So they're uh-huh. like trapped and mangled in yeah. the thing the way like, I yeah, guess it's like a scramble. It's like a black hole. Or yeah. It like scrambles you, you know, time place, like, you know, where yeah. your placement is and now jumbled you're, up. You're occupying the it's same like Willy spot. Wonka. Yeah. Like scramble lost in a TV. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going off on your own like thing? You're like, what does Wonka have to do with this? <laughs> like, where'd you get that hat? Yeah, like, why? What's why? Going on? What, about, what about the Wonka vision that you're talking about? <laughs> so that was a a big part of it. The lore of the second experiments uh, on the 
Andrew Furseth view, they were there watching the Eldred, so they were seeing uh-huh. it in this one. Yeah. And yeah, as it teleported, um, so they were like, oh, we saw it. We weren't on it, but we saw it happening. Uh-huh. It wasn't like, oh, in you know, 19, late 1944, people were like, hey, did you hear this was invisible? No mm-hmm. mention. Mm-mm. It's just, you know, black ops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, before the 1950s, there were no rumors of teleportation, invisibility, mm-hmm. In North America at all. Like, mm-hmm. it just, nobody was talking about it. And yeah. we, we discussed UFOs, like a Betty and Barney Hill episode, sure. a, a Zeta Reculi, you know, mm-hmm. abduction. You want to yes. check that out? So we, we've dabbled. Yeah. We're we dabblers. We, we dip our big toes in this But in the shit. 1940s, there wasn't, you know, at least on a, a grand scale, you might be like, well, I found someone that yeah. said something then. But as far as like in public consciousness, it, it didn't exist. And not in North America, you know, mm-hmm. in other parts of the, but let alone Philadelphia mm-hmm. in, you know, the yeah. city of blood, brotherly love, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Not, not there. It's, there's all love. There's no human scramble. So no. this is the name that is the one that kind of set this in motion. Carl Allen, mm-hmm. uh, using the alias Carlos Miguel. Ooh. Allende. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like, it's like, I can't even, I just, I need to make some ridiculous, like, ethnically uh, divergent name for myself. Well, it's it's a Carl Meredith Allen, and mm-hmm. then the alias was Carlos, just add an OS. Meredith changed to Miguel, mm-hmm. and instead of just Allen, just I end the D-E I the days the where it. men's middle names could be Meredith. Yeah. Or first name, Meredith Bur- Bur- Burgess. Meredith, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Burgess Meredith. Yeah, oh. it's, it's last name, you know what I mean? Yeah, whatever. Let's get more Meredith in our lives. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so he, he sent a bunch of letters and books to uh, an astronomer, and somebody who was... You know, I believe that was um, like kind of in the UFO UFOlogist world. Mm-hmm. Morris K. Jessup wrote some books, The Case for the UFO, which mm-hmm. was popular for him. And so Alan, mm-hmm. uh, Carl Allen, or Carlos Allende, he claimed to be on the <laughs> so Andrew Furseth, the one that could see that the, what's happening, see yeah. what's happening from the okay. other ship during the second experiment, and he witnessed uh, the. Eldridge emerges the waters of Norfolk, Virginia, mm-hmm. and then just quickly disappear. Okay. So, all right. So, Carl Allen, you know, he didn't have any proof um, when he, he witnessed it in uh, October 20th, 1943. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a couple of different claims. Yeah. So, it's what he claims and then what actually probably happened with the other claims mm-hmm. are. But, you know, his claim was that, oh, Morris Jessup uh, was... Uh, was like, oh, you know, you've you've sent me, you know, this these, you know, books. It was his book that he sent. He made all his annotations mm-hmm. in it, and I'm going to read some of the letters from Carl Allen. Uh, it's it's all online. It's pretty bonkers. Yeah. Oh, it's, I can't wait. I cannot it's, it's wait. It's pretty interesting. So he, you know, it was Morris Jessup who had some credence in that world. Yeah. You know, because he had he was also a man of science. So people yeah, kind of. But I'm sure he had a following, too, with the books that he published. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure, you know, it would be a mouthpiece for this guy to get his word out. But Jessup mm-hmm. died four years after his first contact with Alan from an apparent suicide. What? Yeah. And we'll get to... That's a lot where the conspiracy also kind okay, of okay. Lives, lives and breathes. Getting a ship thousands of tons... It has to, there's got to be documentation because, mm-hmm. you know, it's an experiment that the U.S. did to be mm-hmm. like, hey, here's how we win a war. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's none of that. But on the date of the, uh, the invisibility part on July 22nd, 1943, um, the U.S. Eldridge hadn't been commissioned, uh, hadn't yet to be commissioned. They spent the day of the teleportation 
October 20th, 1943, safely within a New York harbor, waiting to escort a naval convoy to Casablanca. Mm-hmm. The USS Andrew Norfolk spent October 20th, 1943, sailing across the Atlantic Ocean en route to the Mediterranean to the port of Oran, further discrediting Carl Allen's comments. So it mm. wasn't even where they said, yeah. like, we have proof of where it went. It was doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. And Carl's like, nah, just, just zap nope, around. that wasn't right at all. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get to something that where the idea of the at least the invisibility mm-hmm. and I guess maybe the teleportation might might have come from. Yeah, you're willing to indulge it because of this this information. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the early 1940s, the Navy did conduct experiments to make ships like quote unquote invisible, mm-hmm. more difficult to see, more covert. Yeah. But it was you. It wasn't technically invisible uh, by the use of degaussing. Degaussing. I don't know how to pronounce it. E G A U S S I N G. Oh. Degaussing. What is degaussing. that? Oh. It is a. Oh, I'm glad you asked, Rebecca. <gasps> You're like, I have no answers. Podcast over. <laughs> it is a process in which a system of electrical cables are installed around the circumference of a ship's hull, running from bow or bow uh, to stern on both sides. Mm-hmm. A measured electrical current is passed through these cables to cancel out the ship's magnetic field. Oh, degaussing yes. equipment was installed in the hull of the Navy ship's. And could be turned on whenever the ship was in waters that might contain mag- magnetic mines, oh. usually shadow waters in combat areas. It could be said that degaussing, which is a thing, not just yeah. for ships, if it was correctly done, makes the ship invisible to the sensors of the magnetic mines, but the ship remains visible to the human eye, radar, and underwater listening devices. So okay. you're making it the invisible, you're just undetectable is probably mm-hmm. the better word. Yeah. Invisible is a sensationalized version of, yes. of, of, of what seems very useful in a lot of contexts. Yeah. I also love stuff like that. I love like magnetic field stuff. I love magnet. We don't talk enough about magnets no, on don't. this podcast. No. There's so Why much to go watch How that, do they even work? Like the insane clown posse? <laughs> well, they, they haven't figured it out either. Oh. How are we going to figure it out? <laughs> so now we're, we're, you know, there's no real information. Um, it's, 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 again, just this kind of hoax that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, I guess it's not really a hoax, like I said. Mm-hmm. Like a, uh, unless it was done to, who, who's to say? What, what, yeah. what is a hoax? What is not a hoax? In 1951, the United States transferred the Eldreds to the country of Greece. Greece christened the ship, uh, the ship, the HS Leon, or Leon, mm-hmm. using the vessel for joint U.S. operations during the Cold War. The USS Eldridge met an unceremonious end with the decommissioned ship sold to a Grecian firm as scrap after five decades of mm-hmm. service. The secret of now was probably what really happened. So the secret of you know this experiment was kept for 12 years until one day Morris Jessup, the author of the book of the UFOs, was unexpectedly summoned to the U.S. Naval Office. Okay. He was like, this is Research, not expected. Yeah. I did not have this in my planner. What are we talking about here? So the ONR, the mm-hmm. Office of Naval Research, had received mm-hmm. in the mail a copy of Jessup's UFO book. Mm-hmm. And we're going to find out a little more after this Brock. break. No, it's break. <laughs> All right, so we all know dating is extremely difficult. I should definitely know because I found love on national television in front of millions of people. Hey guys, this is Kendall Long and I'm starting a new podcast called Down to Date. We have bars and apps for dating, so why not do it on a podcast? We bring in two complete strangers to see if they are down to date. We ask questions you would never want to ask on a first date. Questions like, who did you vote for during the last presidential election? Or what was your first sexual experience like? We also have very heated debates. Debates like, is it justifiable to murder a murderer? Very lighthearted, you know, your very typical first date conversation. 
Our first episode drops on September 17th, so please make sure do not miss it. You want to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. Make sure you check out Down to Date and see if people can fall in love on a podcast. So we have a pretty cool Patreon episode up right now. Yes, we into, do. If you're into like Hollywood murder, that's a bit topical. Yes. The murder is not topical, current, but something happened mm-hmm. recently yes. that sent me down the road mm-hmm. to do that. So you can check that out. Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. That's right. Bonus episodes. If you love Hollywood history, you're going to really, if you love like studio Hollywood history, you're going to dig it. If you like true crime and drugs, (laughs) you're, you're in a a good place. This is the app for you. Yeah, this is good. And Mm -hmm. if you want to help us out too, if you want to rate and review wherever you're listening, Mm -hmm. very helpful. So helpful. And we take others and us sometimes take a a little bit of a a beating in the reviews. Yeah, we read every word. Yeah, we so read every word. So for better or worse, we appreciate we read every it. word. And mm-hmm. if you want to message us, whatever, check us out on Instagram, Ghost Town Pod, send us a message. Yeah, please do. Mm-hmm. Facebook, whatever. Like, yeah. oh, we don't care. We're, yeah. we're everywhere, baby. Yeah. Our eyes are everywhere, <laughs> scanning every word, like I said. <laughs> do you want to you want to teleport back to the episode? Yeah, back to Philly? Yeah. Could we? Back in Philly, baby. Oh, we back. We are back. Liberty Bell, cheesesteaks, Philly cheesesteaks, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Philadelphia cheesesteaks. That's right. Got okay. it. That's, you got it. That's the, that's, I'm the, done. that's the tour. But I was in Philadelphia and I've done, there's three episodes that are going to come from that area. This being Ooh. one of them. There's two more. There's two I more. I didn't know this. Oh, I was doing my homework. The Holy Trinity. Well, I sent you the one Philly. about, I sent you that, that video of that, that <laughs> cult, the cult cave. Yeah, yeah. Remember that I sent yeah. you? Okay. That's going to be an episode. Okay. It's you whispered free. it. I don't want to give it away. Okay, okay. Jason has a thing. He sent it to me. It's going to be very cool. It's going to be very cool and very weird. So I went and discovered that. And then there's one more Mm -hmm. that I went to if you're into uh, American kind of strife and urban struggle. Mm -hmm. We're going to have some fun. I'm ready for some fun. Actually, one of my favorite weird places is also in Philly, and I want to plug it very quickly. It's called the Muter Museum. It's the sister to the Museum of Jurassic Technology. Oh, I would have checked it out if I would have known. Um, shoot, I don't even think, honestly, I knew you were going to, I knew you were traveling because yeah. we didn't record last weekend, but I didn't know you were going to Philly specifically. Yeah. But it's really cool. I actually have a book here. It's a, a Museum of Oddities. Okay, so this might be so something you'll to, be back. Something, we'll be back. something to check yeah, out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll talk about it on here some more. Who mm, knows? Who knows? Who knows? But right now, I'd like to so we're gonna get back. back. Morris yeah. Jessup, he's mm-hmm. in the he in the you know the uh, office of naval research. Mm-hmm. They got a copy of Jessup's book with a bunch of wacky handwritten annotations. Hell yeah! If you don't have some scrawling like weird penmanship, you are, you don't deserve to be a conspiracy. It's theorist. perfect though. It's yeah. perfect. All the notes were in the same handwriting, but in in three characters in three colors of ink. What? So it was. The same handwriting written differently mm-hmm. in different colors of ink. To I don't know if they, they were to delineate like what, mm-hmm. like, oh, this green ink means this. You mm. know, I don't know what green it was. Green means go. Red it, means aliens. <laughs> Purple <laughs> means I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. It was all hungry. So they were like, all right. Uh, the notes revealed all the details of the Philadelphia experiment and... The Office of Naval Research wanted to know if Jessup was like, uh, who is this person? Mm-hmm. What, what is this? What is this? Yeah. Yeah, it was a paperback copy of the case of UFO and a manila envelope marked Happy Easter. <laughs> nice. The book had been uh, extensively yeah, annotated, margins written in d- different shades of got pink ink, 
okay, is okay. one of the colors of ink. Cool, cool, Appearing cool. in detail, a correspondence between three individuals, only one of which is given a name, Jemmy. J-E-M-I. And the ONR, uh, the ONR, the Office of Naval Research, label the other two mm. Mr. A and Mr. B. So a, that, B, and Jemmy. Yep. That's uh, not a, C. A, B, Jemmy. No. Nope. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> so Jessup uh, recognized the crazy handwriting immediately. Yeah. Really? Huh. He had received a series of letters from a man calling himself Carlos Allende, Carl Allen, who claimed to have witnessed the experimentation aboard the Merchant Marine ship mm-hmm. on the Andrew Fursith. And Jessup dismissed Alan Dane as a crackpot. This is yeah. a guy who believes that is making a case for UFOs. Yeah. When, when someone who has made a career off of UFO research thinks you're crazy, yeah. You want more? Yes. This one's going to be good. Alan's claims or Alende's claims that Albert Einstein, this is a big part, Albert yeah. Einstein had personally spent several weeks mentoring him on subjects such as invisibility and faster than light travel. Why would Albert Einstein do that? He had a day off. You can hit all those You can hit... In a Thursday, you can hit all those topics, no problem. Several copies of the annotated book were produced, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. That's the, the reality of the Philadelphia experiment, yeah. um, according to skeptics. Like, skeptoid, that's skeptoids. Yes, you know, fucking I, 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 straight, narrow, boring-ass people with regular homes yeah. and educations and dress themselves But I like morning. to, you know, I like to show both sides. And then I, you know, I see what people, the kind of conversation we're having. Yeah. Um, so thanks to IONI and, uh, and Skeptoid for that one. Yeah. yeah I like, I check out my Reddit. That's, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, you want conspiracy? Mm. That's the place mm-hmm. you go. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's mm-hmm. great. Only healthy conversation. On yeah, that. that's right. Just respectful, healthy, well-rounded. So do you want to hear what time punk on Reddit has to say? Yeah. He's a time punk. It's time punk. <laughs> I was like, time punk. Yeah, yeah, no. Mine's a cop, I guess. I don't know. Somebody was like, well, if this was, I mean, if you can make ships invisible and Mm -hmm. why do they abandon it? Time punk says. (laughs) (laughs) Time punk is going to school you. (laughs) Oh, boy. Time punk going to get people schooled. (laughs) They didn't abandon it. The story goes. I like that they didn't abandon it with confidence. And like, the story goes, that's not how it works. That's like someone called him with facts, but then he also dreamt something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The story goes that they were trying to create a cloaking device by creating a high voltage magnetic field, mm-hmm. and yes. yeah, so that was that. And when the when it worked, mm-hmm. the side effect was warping space time. Oh, a side effect. Yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. you idiots. Yeah. They end up creating rubes. accidentally a very rudimentary, very unstable time warp machine. Now it's not advanced. Mm-mm. You know the advanced ones we have now that are out there. You can buy at the store. <laughs> He's like, I can't explain this all. I have to go see Joker soon. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, it's, and I, I like the idea of being like, listen, this is why it's plausible. They probably did it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the result that they wanted. No. And it, it was, the fabric of honestly, time. it wasn't like super advanced. Yes, it was time yeah, travel. Like, it was like, listen, super- it's not so what we're used to. We are, cool. we have a better caliber of time space continuum now. So yes. just fucking listen up yeah. for a second. It was, uh, so it left many people dead, insane, <laughs> trapped in bulkheads. Some people melted to the deck. So they took those findings and created the, oh, this is mm-hmm. the Montauk Project. <laughs> don't even get me started on the Montauk Project. I, I, I do not have time. I don't have the brain with, because yeah. then I started going down the Montauk Project. Oh my which God. Is, it's going to come this up This is the rest of my afternoon. I just want you to know that. You'll never come back. Uh-oh. You'll be like, I did travel time. Why is it 2.30 in the morning? <laughs> So they took this one, the Montauk project, and this kind of goes hand in hand, which uses those findings to develop a number of different technologies that would take advantage of 
time warp that they're keeping from mm-hmm. you because, yeah. um, you know. This is not advanced and we can't handle it. Now, mm-hmm. there's somebody who was like, I'm going to come forward and say, yeah, it's real. Because <laughs> some people were like, what well. What brave oh, soul did that? Only one, you know, so far, you know, Carlos Allende, mm-hmm. Carl Allen was the only witness. But 1988. Thank you for calling him by his insensitive moniker. I know. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to do this to the dignity it deserves. Al Bielik came forward in 1988, mm-hmm. and four years after the movie came out, okay, good, he claimed good, good. that he was aboard the Eldridge when he disappeared, and then he had he'd been brainwashed to forget it. It was only after seeing the movie, the Christian <laughs> Life events, oh, really? that memories had come flooding back. Whoa! He went into a theater and saw some actors do a bad job of enacting a conspiracy, and how convenient. He's got information he found from the movie in his brain now. Now I want to talk That's about crazy. it. I'm the Joker now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like I didn't realize I was the Joker until so I saw the movie Joker, and I was like, "Oh, I am that." Yeah, I guess I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it's based on me. But I like because the, the movie version was really just based on a true story. Yeah. In fairness to the movie, it was mm-hmm. a science. You know, in 1984, like you don't make a science fiction movie yeah. that's kind of military based. Perfect. Yeah, I know. Now I want to read some of the letters and annotations from oh, Carl Allen. There's so many. Yeah. The pages are out there. Okay. Ooh. This is all caps, by the way. How would you like to actually speak to, parentheses, or some of the underscore capital, the men, mm. end of parentheses, a man who was once an invisible human being, question mark, underlined, parentheses, maybe come so in front of your very eyes if he turns off his hip set, end of parentheses. hip set. <laughs> they don't want you to know. <laughs> You got brainwashed. It's probably a rudimentary one, not like the modern ones we have today. I'm a stargazer, Mr. Jessup. <laughs> I make no bones about this, and the fact that I feel that if handled property properly, it's underlined, okay. i.e. presented like, to It's people. already in caps. No, no, no the, the other, that was in lowercase. Oh. He chilled down. Okay. Handled properly, i.e. presented to people in science in the proper psychologically effective manner, all Capital underlined. Mm-hmm. You can go back down to lowercase. Okay, okay. I feel sure that man, which is capital, will go where capital H he mm-hmm. now dreams of being to the stars via the form of transport that the Navy accidentally stumbled upon. Parentheses to their embarrassment. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> like, hey, what'd you do this weekend? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I was looking at porn. What did you do? I accidentally discovered time travel. You freaking loser. What, what a loser. How, How embarrassing, embarrassing for you. Oh, the other uh, countries are going to be like, what a loser. Yeah, That's an advantage. Stupid, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We don't get it. When their uh, EXP ship took off and popped up a minute or so later on several hundred sea travel trip miles away at another of its births in the Chesapeake Bay area. Hmm. There's pages of this. I, oh I, I can't. I, I can't. It. I love the rantings of crazy people. Yeah. It is, you can't follow it. You just got to ride the wave, baby. Yeah. I love saying, yeah, it's like, it's believable. Cause let me tell you something. It's like by accident. Mm-hmm. It's like embarrassingly. By You're going to believe it. Cause like no one thought this was going to happen. So it, like, of course it did. Yeah. It's not like you it, showed me a timeline and I don't believe it. Yeah. You, a timeline. World War one. No, didn't. No, I don't believe it. Be- uh, things that pop up in thin air with magnets it was an accident because if they set out to do it mm-hmm. and it happens you're like that's I'm skeptical yeah but when they were just like I was just swabbing Whoa, the deck oh, yeah exactly <laughs> like well, I don't know yeah. now I'm a puddle that 